Hare Krishna. Um, over the last uh, three weeks, we've been uh, reading Chaitanya Charitamrita together, and uh, all of Sanatan Shiksha, uh, and now moved on to how Lord Chaitanya uh, converts the uh, preachers to Prakashananda Saraswati and explains. Uh, Vedanta Sutra, or actually the Chatushloki verses of Srimad Bhagavatam. And uh, I've studied and read this part of Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, many times, uh, particularly writing Shuddha uh, Bhakti Chintamani. And uh, of course, it's brilliant, uh, but particularly when we were uh, reading, there were a few passages that really struck me, uh, that really uh, attracted me, uh, and I'll just mention three, uh, and uh, I'll try to make it uh, brief. Uh, the first one uh, was uh, Lord Chaitanya's 61 explanations of the Atmarama Shloka, which was a, a real mind-boggler. I mean, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, what can I say, is brilliant. That's an understatement, but and I'm not brilliant, and that's also a, a understatement. Uh, but uh, to read uh, and just to hear the chatushlokis, it doesn't it doesn't work. One really has to study that. Uh, perhaps sometime in the future, I can study it well and uh, and write it. It really requires uh, focus and attention. Uh, to uh, follow uh, the details uh, that uh, Lord Chaitanya uh, puts in uh, to explaining uh, at great length uh, these, uh, uh, this one verse of Bhagavatam. And, uh, and although uh, I can't say that I got any extraordinary realization uh, in terms of our new realization uh, upon hearing it. But one thing that uh, was uh, very plain and very clear is that the Atmarama Shloka, although an important shloka, is not the only important shloka of Srimad Bhagavatam. There are so many others. And that as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained uh, this verse in so many ways, uh, 18 ways and then 61 ways. Uh, similarly, uh, we as his uh, followers, especially preachers, uh, need to be able to explain uh, verses of Bhagavatam in different ways. In one uh, letter, Srila Prabhupada said, you should study my books from different angles, uh, uh, from different points of view. Uh, so studying them and seeing them from different points of view and explaining them uh, uh, in uh, those ways. Uh, like a precious stone uh, or a uh, gem. If you hold it up to the light and move it around, then you get uh, different, uh, according to the angle in which you're looking, uh, then uh, you get the refraction and see different colors. Bhagavatam is also like that, according to how we approach it, uh, then we can get various understandings, which are all uh, all very uh, comp- 
comprehensive uh, and uh, which all obviously come to the same conclusion of Krishna being the Supreme Personality of Godhead uh, but uh, like a mountain peak and uh, it's one uh, but depending on which face of the mountain you climb uh, it, uh, it may look uh, different so in, in that uh, same way uh, reminded me that uh, it's important to really study uh, the verses uh, of the Bhagavatam uh, and uh, study the explanations of the Bhagavatam that especially Srila Prabhupada has given us and the Charyas uh, have given and especially Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, has given uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita his use of Bhagavatam uh, verses uh, and uh, are varied uh, same verses are sometimes used and explained in different ways uh, the second uh, thing of interest was uh, when describing regulated uh, devotional service and uh, the 64 items of uh, devotional service uh, I, I was uh, what really caught me there uh, was uh, of course some of these uh, items uh, we really take for granted we do regularly in our uh, morning program uh, so if you attend the morning program then you have Mangal Arti, you're doing Kirtan, you're hearing Srimad Bhagavatam you're associating with devotees, honoring Charanamrita uh, but there are other uh, parts of uh, these devotional activities that are not necessarily included uh, in the morning program what to speak of if we're not going to the morning program that we need to really go out of our way uh, in order to do them and if we don't go out of our way to do them then we miss out uh, on uh, those uh, devotional benefits what to speak of we also uh, neglect uh, the angas of bhakti uh, and therefore are not following the regulations uh, one which uh, came to mind that I not came, which I really noticed uh, was circumambulating the deity I'm going to go into Mayapur and there the temple is constructed in a way that you can circumambulate the deities uh, inside the temple uh, in many or most uh, western temples uh, even in Yuvajadam and in Budapest the temples are not constructed in such a way that the devotees can really circumambulate the uh, deities inside so it's not built in as part of the morning program as in Mayapur for instance uh, and uh, therefore uh, if you want to circumambulate the temple then you have to go outside and go around the temple on the outside and when the temple is uh, in, in town somewhere you may end up having to walk around the whole city block now we used to do that when we were young devotees I remember uh, after Mongol Arctic, when it got a little light uh, then uh, we would go outside and as part of our job we would uh, go around the city block uh, to circumambulate uh, Jagannath uh, and Gornita in uh, Montreal uh, but it's not something that we always do I, I know that I, I don't do that and that's, that's a shame another very nice one uh, which uh, to be quite frank I'd forgotten was it says that one should uh, place one's foot touch one's head not one foot touch one's head to the lotus feet of the deity 
And Prabhupada makes a comment there uh, that uh, this may not be possible for everyone, but at least the pujari can should do that. <coughs> so, of course, one would need to be a Brahmin uh, in order to uh, do that, uh, but when devotees, either the full-time pujaris or when devotees uh, do RT or perform some activity, here is a statement. Uh, put your, place your head at uh, the lotus feet of uh, the deity, and if the construction of the altar is such that it's awkward, then at least touch the lotus feet of the deity uh, and uh, touch the dust of the lotus feet of the deity to one's own head. So here my meditation was, uh, unless we really study these 64 items, see which one of these are sort of naturally part of our daily devotional activities, and which ones we really uh, need to make a, a go out of our way to apply, uh, then we may not be following all the 64 items of devotional service. No doubt there are five that are most important. But still, uh, we should see which of those uh, that we can incorporate, like circumambulating uh, the temple. And uh, my third uh, object of uh, interest was uh, after Sanatana Shiksha, when uh, the Mayavadis, our uh, Prakashananda and the Saraswati, had been converted into Vaishnavas, and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was asked uh, by the uh, leader of the Mayavadis to explain uh, Vedanta Sutra. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't explain Vedanta Sutra to you, I'm an ordinary person. Now, uh, obviously he's not, uh, and even uh, if we accept his role as an Acharya, why doesn't Chaitanya Mahaprabhu directly explain Vedanta Sutra? Well, he said that uh, one thing we know is that uh, his spiritual master told him, don't study the Vedas, uh, but just chant Hare Krishna. So one is an instruction from the spiritual master. The other is uh, that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, uh, I don't, I'm an ordinary person, I can't understand the Vedanta Sutra, uh, and it's not necessary because Vedanta Sutra has already been explained uh, by the author himself in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam. So if you study Srimad Bhagavatam, then you'll understand Vedanta Sutra. And all of Srimad Bhagavatam has been summarized in these four uh, verses, Chatur Shloki, beginning with Hami Vashami Vagre. And that in itself is uh, uh, very interesting as to how Lord Chaitanya explains Sambandha, Abhideya, and Prayojan just in those uh, four verses. Uh, uh, very, very interesting. That's a, a, a separate uh, discussion. And uh, what was uh, very uh, attractive and caught my attention was how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wasn't willing to go against the instruction of his guru, wasn't going to because he was in a public place being sort of challenged or called out by uh, uh, the sannyasis uh, to explain Vedanta Sutra. And he just simply said, well, uh, I'll explain the Chatu Shlokis. And if you understand that, uh, then you'll understand Vedanta Sutra. Uh, because, uh, and he didn't find any need to jump over or give any creative uh, interpretation because the interpretation was already there in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, so anyway, these were uh, the points and the thoughts for today uh, and Hare Krishna.